0: All right, let's face it, everyone's jumping on the podcast bandwagon, right? Well, the person who invented the term jump on the bandwagon was P.T. Barnum, and he invented a little thing called the Barnum & Bailey Circus. So let's jump on the new wave circus, Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast app that will help you distribute to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even more. They have tools you can use to edit your podcast wherever you are whether it be from your phone or from your laptop and uh, not only that it's free you can make your money from your podcast with no minimum listenership and all you have to do is download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started
1: hey it's joe biden here and uh i like cord pops i also love the ysp podcast Uh, it's my favorite podcast on the um The thing with the dog-faced pony soldier. uh, uh, Thanks for listening to the uh, YSP podcast. Take the shot. Make America great again, man.
0: By the way, isn't that like your fourth beer this morning? Hey, yeah! Man, I'm hit to tell Hey, Dad,
1: why'd you marry that whole I don't think it's right for her to tell me to turn off my f***ing I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Yeah! So the what? And we're
0: back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We have another one-on-one interview with my man, Gaio. This dude is super interesting. It was really cool to sit down with him. Uh, Gaio is host of the Sucius are my favorite podcast on Spotify. Uh, And I found him to be one of the most clear-headed, straight-shooting entrepreneurs in this world of podcasting. In a world, in a world, who left the fridge open? In a world where I realized that it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it, you can still be inexperienced. But I'm still pretty new to it, so I think I get a little bit of a pass. But Gaio, who I sat down with, is one of those guys. He's a lot like uh, Mark from the Evil Mark podcast. And Check out EvilMark.com. If you want to get your sports and comedy in one in a one-stop shop, because you ain't getting sports here. You know, Gaio and Mark have been doing it a while, and they're fluid in the podcasting and it it makes the uh, illegitimate newborn child of comedy such as myself a little bit better every time I work with guys like that so it's definitely an honor and I appreciate the time I'm definitely not talking about (laughs) any fucking who I think you guys are gonna enjoy his perspective as much as I did we really dove into it and we covered everything from upbringing as a Texas Mexican and how he doesn't feel that he falls into the Tejano category because he's open minded and logical not his words but uh, you'll hear what I mean We talked about his years uh, spent working for Tesla and the sweet ass severance package he chose to take when he decided to pursue his dream. We also talked about when he decided that van life uh, might be the road he wants to go on. And uh, the reason he might want to go on that road is because he might have something against roads because we discussed uh, flying through the air at 50 plus miles an hour after your motorcycle decides to act like a straight up bitch. Unfortunately, Gaio was stopped with a razor topped chain link fence and other structures. But it did lead to the you know struggling with uh, recovering from long-term injuries that affected some of the most intimate facets of life for a man. But then, like a phoenix from the ashes, I guess more like a like a Gaio from the ashes, the ashes of opioids and acupuncture. Gaio rose to the road of recovery and rehab, you know, through through hypnotherapy, CBG, CBN, and BDSM, which we will get into on the next episode. Now, make sure to follow Gaio at Cochino Chingon c-o-c-h-i-n-o-c-h-i-n-g-o-n and if you don't know what that means you're a nasty motherfucker that's on instagram and reddit of course and definitely don't miss his podcast uh, sucias are my favorite and if you don't know what sucias is you're gonna have to listen to the rest of this episode because we agree you can find his podcast on spotify anchor.fm all the major podcast platforms and if you're a real gaio fan and i mean a real fan you're gonna want to stay tuned because we actually had a three hour conversation almost He's a really interesting guy, yo. (laughs) See what I did there? I think I'm gonna leave that in. (laughs) The next episode we'll talk about how he got into the BDSM lifestyle and basically started his podcast because he was tired of all the fake doms out there. It's almost the same reason YSP was created, to address the fake-ass pussies in general. But anyways, we'll get to it. Thanks for listening. Uh, Make sure to beat the shit out of that subscribe button on the Yeso Podcast YouTube page. And while you're there, let's start a riot where nobody gets hurt. You know, just start beating the shit out of subscribe buttons. On Gaios' page, which is uh, Cochino Chingon, and uh, our other buddy Evil Mark's YouTube page. Round them all up and beat the shit out of those subscribe buttons. Hey, I mean, do you got something better to listen to? All right, you maniacs, I'm going to let you get back to being crazier than Kanye at a Kim K lookalike skit on Saturday Night Live. And remember, don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. So, we are sitting here with Gaio. And thank you again for being on the show. I appreciate it. And uh, the host of Sucias are my favorite. Now, they're also my favorite. Would you like to explain to anyone else out there that doesn't speak any Spanish what they mean?
1: Right. So Sucias, at least for um, Tex-Mex slang, it probably um, Mexican border slang is dirty, naughty girl. Hell yeah. Uh, Because I know in Mexico, my cousin, when I told him, hey, yeah, I like Sucias, he was like, what? And for them, the same kind of term is called puercas. And I was like, what? No, I don't want to mess with the fat girl. Like, no, yeah. no Sounds a little very, fat. Yeah. You know, because puercas <laughs> are pigs. They're, um, is it pork pig? You know, like we have different terms like for pork, pig, uh, hog, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like one of those, like cochino. Yeah. It could be a term for a pig. So it was just kind of like, what? No, I don't want to fuck a fat chick. But
0: yeah. Never again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, host of the, the uh, Sushiists are my favorite. Now that you know what it is, you're definitely going to tune in. It's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, everywhere you can find legitimate podcast. You'll find his podcast as well. Um, so you go by Gaio. Correct. And Gaio is, what does Gaio mean?
1: Rooster. Uh, back in 12 years ago, 13 years ago, I had an amazing, glorious mohawk and I had uh, painted it red or not painted it. Uh, I had a friend of mine that would color it for me. And uh, yeah, why wouldn't you? No. You know I wouldn't I can't because I got a balding spot so weird <laughs> Yo, having, don't like, we all really thin mohawk, a bald spot and then like I, <laughs> so I had to give it up. But um, yeah, I got called that uh, from a long boarding riding group that uh, I used to ride with. We'd go into parking garages, bomb down them like two or three times in the take off before security showed up. And most of the time I always had it covered because it was either I had it down in a bandana and I'd ride to the place either on a motorcycle, so I'd have my motorcycle helmet on, take that off and put a skate helmet on. And so nobody ever really saw my hair because even if I took it off, a bandana was covering it. But one day my bandana came off with one of my helmets. Somebody saw it. They just called me Gallo Rojo. So it kind of stuck.
0: I, 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 when, when I, you know, I first saw your name, Gallo, the first thing I thought of was uh, blood in, blood out.
1: <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, I've <laughs> gotten that a couple of times from older or females of my age because, you know, that's a 30 plus year old movie now, or actually it'd be 30, next year i think but is it really yeah it was like 92 93 it was oh you know, my goodness 90, i'm getting 90. old yep and the thing is is when it came out on uh to theaters it was bound by honor it wasn't until he mm-hmm. went out to video it was called blood in blood out and i was pissed because i could never find it on video i'm like hey is is uh blood in uh bound by honor i was like no what and it's changed to uh blood in blood out bound by honor
0: yeah anyways yeah, that was a, that was that was a classic. I I, I was called Niklo for many years.
1: <laughs> uh, I bet that probably pissed you off for a while.
0: Yeah, mm, yeah. Well, eventually it started to. Yeah, but I, I, I'm a, I was okay with it. I mean, I, I grew up kind of uh, rough and tumble. I guess is a good way to put it. But yeah, they used to call. That's why when you put a uh, you you signed in your email that uh, no uh, widows were hurt during the. <laughs> it <I> cracked <laughs> me up. They used to call me widow from the ghetto. You know, that's that made me laugh. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so your your origin you are you're in Houston currently?
1: Uh, no, actually I'm in Reno right now. I'm from Houston. I've been all over, mostly like uh, East Coast and the Gulf Coast, and then here four years ago moved out to Reno for Tesla.
0: Oh, okay. You work for Tesla?
1: Not anymore. I gave oh. I, qu- I quit or I took the uh, a severance package during right after COVID started.
0: Oh, okay. So uh, that was probably a good idea because I think it, well they they all well they headed to Texas now, right?
1: Yeah, and that was that was what pissed me off. Like, I took, hey, do you want a severance? Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was sure just there. Fuck it. And then, uh, like, a month or two later, they announced, okay, yeah, now we're really officially, like, there was always rumors that they were going to open up in Austin. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, yeah, as soon as I do, I'm going to put in my paper, put in my paper. And, oh, no, no, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. And then, finally, after I, you know, quit, then they say, oh, hey, by the way, we're already in Austin. Like, motherfucker. Like, I could have gotten a transfer back. Like, oh, well. <laughs>
0: what, what did you do for Tesla, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Uh, maintenance supervisor. So oh, okay. uh, I was like on, in charge of the people that fix things that the dummies break. Guanajuato and Veracruz. Guanajuato on my dad's side. Uh, Veracruz on my mother's side. And I used to spend my summers there, but also my aunts kind of spread out all over the place. So I'd been mm-hmm. to Mexico City, Monterrey, Ciudad del Carmen, um, Merida. Where else? Um, Altamirano, which is like an hour away from Aca- Acapulco. So,
0: oh, I see. Yeah, you've made the rounds down there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I went to uh Baja once in mm. <laughs> <laughs> TJ. Uh but that's about it. Um it it uh it, once you see like, the, the power of the US dollar down there, it's like you you wonder you wonder why people would uh, would risk, I mean, uh, it, not all people, but people uh, white people like me, I'm just I'll be honest, why they would risk moving down there, but it's it's not really a risk when you have the dough to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. And you there are know. certain places that are built for expats anyways. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely you might not speak well English for you to be able to buy and do stuff, but I mean there's communities where you can be safe enough to be in down
0: there. Yeah, a poco poco. so uh, we'll get right into it. A couple of things first. I'm, I you know, I I do have a little kinship with you with the car accidents because I've <laughs> I've had a few myself, I had a few major ones. I got to tell you, when I was listening to one of your episodes, I I had to skip the part where you were describing the injury because it it got to a point where it was like, I didn't know exactly where you were going with it. Plus I wanted to hear it on the podcast. Plus I was also about to have dinner. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, can you, can you real quick, just tell us what, what happened with the, the, uh, let's see here. When your hip, it looks like your hip was separated.
1: So that one, um, yeah, that was uncomfortable. Uh, essentially, I was taking, I was uh, riding my motorcycle, taking a turn. My rear tire was bald, but for some reason it didn't sink in. Like a buddy told me, Hey, your tire's bald. But I had just traded in, or I just bought that bike from trading another one in. What kind of bike was it? And it was a Suzuki, some, something. It was like a hundred uh, cubic cent, uh, cubic inch uh, engine. So I don't remember the model exactly. Okay. Um, Crotch rocket. No, no, actually, it was a, um, uh, a cruiser, like a Suzuki cruiser oh, so gotcha. big size, okay. kind of want to be Harley look alike. Okay. And anyways, when I, when I traded that one in whatever it was in my mind, I was like, Oh, Hey, I did all this work on my trade-in and I just kind of like assimilated or, or thought that it was on the work on the one that I just bought. So I thought my rear tire, on my bike was fine. The one that I just had. And so for about a year, I was riding with the ball tire. Anyways, I take this, uh, turn. It was a long sweeping turn. Uh, I was like a th- 25 mile an hour um, recommended speed. I might've been doing 30, but I wasn't like speeding through it and, um, tapped on the brake because there was a car in front of me or something. And the rear brake, like the rear tire, just Broke like traction up. Yeah. Lost traction slid out sideways. And as soon as it caught the dirt, it just like t- turned over, just laid oh. down and I flew off of it. So I'm flying through the air and, uh, just like, I see
0: contemplating. It. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you know, it was funny cause you know, time really does slow down when your mind's like, you know, moving so fast. And I see this chain link fence. It's about like 10 feet tall because I was by the airport. And I thought, holy shit, am I going to get diced up like uh, that Resident Evil movie? (laughs) Yeah, "Eh, I'll probably get some road rash. I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Like I'll somehow end up, like in my mind, I was thinking I was going to hit it. And with my momentum and force, I was going to end up rolling underneath it is what I thought. Go through it, yeah. And um, and I was like, oh shit, I'm going to be in trouble because I can't climb over it because it's going to be a chain link. It's got a barbed wire on top. Oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to lift it up. So they're going to think I'm like a terrorist or what. And as I'm kind of thinking this, I'm like, oh shit, I'm seeing this big old pole like coming towards me. I'm like, mother fuck. So I'm trying to swim oh, through the no. air because I, I, for some reason, I thought I was going to just like hit it with my waist and just like wrap around it or something. <sighs> and I'm thinking, oh. fuck, I've never been to, I've never been on a cruise. I've never <laughs> been to Europe. I've never done this. I, I like, I really thought I'm going to die. I was like, oh, well, well, fuck. I never got to do all these things. And um, anything, I, next thing I do is I wake up. And there's a volunteer fire department guy just kind of looking at me. He's like, Hey, you okay? You okay? And I look up at him like, yeah, (sighs) like harder breath, harder, harder breathing. And, um, I try to get up. I'm like, Oh shit, I can't, I can't move. And I had for like half a second, an instant of panic, like, Oh shit, I'm paralyzed. But, um, you know, that, that was like a really quick thought. And then I thought, okay, calm down. Like I'm, I'm super chill. Like I, i let very little things get to me or, or bother me. So like, okay, hold on.
0: This would be an exception.
1: Well, even then, like, even then I was like, okay, let me wiggle my toes. All right. My wiggle toes, I can wiggle them, bend my ankle, bend my knee, how my right knee kind of hurts. Like I can move it. It felt like it was kind of like, um, and, uh, yeah, so that was not a fun way to find out that your hip is actually three bones or bone structures. Uh, Oh,
0: So do you, do you have problems to, to like, to this day with it? It Uh, it's cold
1: until, uh, January, February whenever I, whenever I did my, um, hypnotherapy episode, like then it it went away. Like I'd always had trouble peeing. Um, not that it hurt to, it was just like, I couldn't get a solid stream out. Um, I had some ED issues and then always constant pain. Like it was just pain in my bones. And after I did the hypnotherapy, really, yeah, it was like gone. I could pee in streams. Um, ED issues went away. Like it's not like in my twenties where I'm having like hard-ons every 20 minutes all day long, but you know, they're better than I, than they were when I just broke my hip. And, um, and then by, the pain is infrequent too.
0: So I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm fascinated by the hypnotherapy. I, I've always wondered because I, I always heard that you have to believe it's going to work for it to work for you. Did you no, go yeah. into it thinking it would work? Or did you go in skeptical or
1: I went in a little bit skeptical? Cause I was like, eh, you know, might as well give it a try. Like I've tried yeah. all kinds of other things. I've tried, um, acupuncture uh chiropractor acupuncture does help as well it, it, it kind of like relieves the pain there but um there was something in my subconscious is just saying like the pain is still there the pain is still there the pain is still there mm-hmm. and um excuse me so everybody is one of two things they're either uh physical or an emotional as far as how they process things so with uh the hypnotherapy that kind of, you know, you do a little survey and that tells the hypnotherapist whether to do things, you're feeling sleepy, you're feeling tired versus, um, that would, that be my type of way to understand things. And mm-hmm. for an, an emotional person, um, they would need, if you feel comfortable, you can go ahead and do this. You might feel like you're getting, your eyes are getting heavy. So it's more of suggestion versus direction. And that that's the only difference as far as the right. verbiage, but it still works the same way. Um, so I dealt with that one session, one was, uh, second
0: one session.
1: Uh, it was one session for that, but I did like three sessions on different things. One was like for pain. One was for, um, yeah, the pain helped the most with the ED. Then another one that kind of focused with the ED. Um, what was the other two? There was like two more and I forgot what they were about. Um, oh, uh, help sleeping. Cause that was another thing because I was always in pain. So I was in pain 24, seven, and it was like, between a seven to an eight, as far as my pain was like all the time in the bone. Um, if I stood too long, you know, it would hurt to stand too long. I'd have to sit down after sitting for a while. That would hurt after laying on my back, it would hurt. So there was really nothing comfortable for more than an hour at a time. So I was getting, or I was averaging um, five to seven hours of sleep per week. Not a night. I'm talking like, week. like with my um, Apple watch, you know, I was getting that much. Um, and that's why I have like all these darkness under my eyes so much. Uh, well, I mean, not that the listeners can see now, but, you know, in videos or whatever, <laughs> my eyes have really dark bags underneath them. And now well, if you guys at home
0: can see them right now, there's zero bags. So you're lost.
1: <laughs> well, no, there's, there's some bags still there, but uh, it is um...
0: <laughs> no inside baseball, man.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. Uh, what was it? Uh, I'm getting about five to seven hours of sleep a night now. So per it's night. Just- fucking amazing so
0: that's crazy yeah i always wonder about hypnotherapy um it's it fascinated me uh, i got I'm, a guy
1: so if you want i can tell you offline who he is yeah or whatever, yeah or whatever so
0: yeah I'm, I'm, i seriously might look into that because I, I have a, i would love to sleep more that's for sure i don't sleep mm-hmm. enough as i sleep I'm, I'm clocking in about four you know depending but um i've always been a night owl so it's kind of tough to you know once you're kind of geared that way
1: mm-hmm. but yeah, i'm um, a night shift myself too
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I worked grave for four years for the DOD. So it was, mm, okay. you know, it was, I, I got used to that. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. You know, but, um, but then there's times when, you know, there's a communion party or something, you know, or, or it's ne- the next day's Thanksgiving
1: and then, yeah, or whatever, two hours of sleep. And then you got to be up and at them. Yeah.
0: If that, and then you have everybody coming up to you like, Oh my God, you haven't slept. They keep reminding you that you haven't slept yet. It's like, that's great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You don't have to remind me. You don't have to ask either. You already know
1: mm-hmm
0: All right, well that that's so i'm um, actually that that kind of uh, goes into the next thing i wanted to talk to you about now i you said that you you like uh cbg and cbn now i'll be honest i had to look those up because obviously <laughs> I, I was familiar with cbd but um so cbn from my understanding that's that's like a sleep aid right
1: but mm-hmm, the cbg
0: right. is is stronger than cbd
1: and it's uh more geared towards pain um so like each each one is uh different so cbd is kind of like the overall that covers all the things that are non-psychoactive psycho as far mm. as weed. Uh, CBN, and I forget, I usually know it and I always forget, but the N, the way I remember it is for night-night time because it helps you sleep. <laughs> <out. And laughs> the CBG, it's a different right? N-word. Right? <laughs> and so then the CBG is, um, it, it helps with, with pain. It helps with like people with Parkinson's and, and other things that are like uh, different um, ailments. A- ailments. They have. Yeah. yeah. So any problems anybody has each different type and there's more there's like cba g n d c uh, i think there's like eight of them total and so so the same thing with thc it's like thc thcb you know all these other things so,
0: so do, do you, yeah. you smoke
1: no not anymore um no. I, I never really liked smoking or mm-hmm. I, I take it back i used to smoke as a kid when i was like 12 ish my mom busted me made me smoke a <laughs> carton of carton of marlboro reds and wow when when she busted me i was just smoking like, like
0: not even inhaling, inhaling. Like I, I didn't
1: even really inhale mm. and she goes no 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 you get in so i inhaled it and i was like oh man so i was nauseated wanting to throw up and it wasn't until i got to like the fourth pack that i realized i could just blow on the cherry and make it burn faster because you know <laughs> so i was just fucking blowing through them and
0: that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> but, that's uh, Dang, she really made you smoke a carton. Yeah, she made That's me smoke a carton. Crazy. No
1: food, only water until I got done. And so since then, I've never liked smoking. I can do like a clove cigarette or a menthol from time to time, but I can't mm-hmm. do just like plain cigarettes and um, smoking weed. Just like reminds me of that. And even when I tried, there's like a volcano. It's called a. It's a brand name thing where essentially it burns mm-hmm. off the weed into mm-hmm. a bag. I'm familiar. The bag, so it's just a pure um thc smoke not the carcinogen smoke of the burger like the ash um and that's a little smoother and easier for me to take but i still prefer just edibles so i would just do edibles for cbd and cbg yeah but cbc yeah, cbd is fucking amazing because i mean it's kind of like a blanket everything for ailments yeah just relaxing chill so it's it's not really for me it's never been a high it's always been like okay oh my muscles are relaxed i I'm just more chill overall, but it's not so much mental. It's more like my body realizing, Hey, you don't have to be tense. You don't have to be like, you know, ready for anything. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Like kind of like, like I've taken a Xanax before and that's, it kind of feels like that. And maybe not as intense because Xanax makes me really makes me go to sleep like right away. But, um, yeah, I was an avid weed smoker. So when CBD came out, I I couldn't wait to try it. It never worked. I learned my lesson. I learned the hard way, but, um, let's see here and uh, bear with me here. I'm trying to read the, the notes here that we sent. Oh yeah. Um, I, I did want to touch on one thing. I We were talking about, uh, I asked if you thought, um, basically my question was, is do you think that people that speak about death more often are more likely to meet their maker sooner? And uh, I, I like your response because you said, you know, I think we go random, you know, mm-hmm. you know, other than the suicide. Uh, do, you, do you want to elaborate on that?
1: Yeah. Cause um, you know, I've known a lot of people and I've seen a lot of death in my life, mostly in my, um, like early teens or tweens. And so I'd always been jaded about it. Um, mm. Even with like COVID, like, I'm like, Oh man, please. I was hoping that like, like me personally, ideally, I would wish the human population would be down to about a billion like worldwide. And yeah, so that's that basically would... to one six. So even more so than what Thanos was pushing for, but anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So he was a little Thanos bit of
0: an underachiever. Long. That's a good point.
1: But uh, so You know, I've known people that were always, oh my God, you know, I'm going to die when I'm old and this is going to happen to me. And other people are like, oh, I don't want to talk about it because it'll bring about it. So that kind of had the same mentality of being fearful of talking of something of, you know, manifesting it or making it happen. Mm -hmm. But I've, even those people, you know, they would talk about it a lot and they lived to their sixties and seventies. Other people never heard them talk about it and they died at 15, 14. So I don't think that talking about it brings it about as much. I mean, it could be, um, One of those observation things, like if you pay attention and look for it, like if you have a brand new car, if it's a red Ford F-150, then you're going to see all the red Ford F-150s you drive past. So it's maybe something that you notice more if you talk about it, but um, having been the person that talks about it and doesn't, you know, I've outlived a lot of people and, you know, I haven't seen a difference one way or another.
0: Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm, I, I kind of followed up that with, with a kind of a corny little joke about, I put, you know, like Tupac, Biggie, or Lisa Left Eye Lopez. And it, I, I should have phrased it differently because the reason I said that was because Tupac obviously talked about death. Mm-hmm. Biggie talked about death. And I watched, I don't know if you've seen the documentary or not about the last days of Left Eye Lopez. It's really a good documentary. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen that or not, but I, I, mean, have, they,
1: I mean. I mean, I know she died young, but I didn't realize or know if she sung or talked about dying young.
0: She talked about it constantly right before she died i mean not right before but you know she she went and spent um months oh god it's going to kill me I, uh, anybody listening that has seen it knows but i can't, uh, i don't want to say El Salvador. it was somewhere in central america. america yeah she was yeah. there
1: for a while kind of like trying to get her head straight or something and she died down there
0: yeah it, but they have footage of the car accident as it happens it's oh, crazy shit. like someone was filming when it happened Oh wow! in the car but i mean you don't really see anything i mean you see right but she was ejected obviously but mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. she was but uh i, I don't know I, all i know is that, that that was my reason for it I, sh- I should have been a little bit more clear because i think biggie was kind of probably just saying whatever puffy told him to say <laughs> i don't know if
1: kind of but yeah i mean i saw like some of the some of the documentaries and then um some of like the behind the scenes stuff um what was it uh but yeah it, well actually they were documentaries but yeah about biggie tupac biggie and tupac um, it's a really
0: twisted story man yeah, there's so you many know,
1: and it's just like just guys being too proud to fucking have a conversation you know yeah
0: well i mean it, it, the whole thing stemmed over i mean it, this all started when when suge knight's uh uh best friend was killed outside of a n- nightclub in houston as a matter of mm-hmm. fact yeah. um and and uh and that's that's what this whole thing started over you know that was with the beef and everything it's crazy to when once you hear that and you're like it's 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 insane you know both of those guys gone i mean tupac was he was like the poster boy he wasn't even i mean no offense to anybody who loves tupac because i'm a huge tupac fan as well but he wasn't even really a gangster you know like he he assumed that role after he played it in the movie yeah you know he was
1: also um uh, he was in digital underground
0: yeah absolutely two albums yeah yeah, that was his first when he uh, clan around, when they hang around with the underground. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember seeing Tubak with the big high, the the uh, the flat top that was like sideways. It was like diagonal mm-hmm. A- ailments. ailments. They have. Yeah. yeah,
1: so any problems anybody has, each different type, and there's more. There's like CBA G N D C. Uh, I think there's like eight of them total. And so, so the same thing with THC, it's like THC A, THC B. you know, all these other things. So,
0: so do you, do you smoke?
1: No, not anymore. Um, no. Actually, I never really liked smoking or mm-hmm. I, I take it back. I used to smoke as a kid when I was like 12 ish, my mom busted me, made me smoke a <laughs> carton of a carton of Marlboro Reds. And wow. When, when she busted me, I was just smoking like,
0: like not even like, inhaling. Like, I, I
1: didn't even really inhale. And she goes, no, 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 you get it. So I inhaled it. And I was like, oh man. So I was nauseated, wanting to throw up. And it wasn't until I got to like the fourth pack that I realized I could just blow on the cherry and make it burn faster because, you know, (laughs) so I was just fucking blowing through them. And
0: that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) uh, She really made you smoke a cart. Yeah. She made me smoke a cart, no
1: food, only water until I got done.
0: So concludes the first part of the interview with Gaio. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to check out everything that we talked about already. Uh, You know what to do. Spread the word. You know, I want you to go pick a fight with a whole city, with an entire city, and then send them our way. We need those subscribers. All right, everybody, be safe out there, and don't do anything I wouldn't do. Or do.